Welcome to High on Healthy, energized by A6 Wellness. Each week, you will learn of the benefits of proper nutrition, supplementation, and personal development to live a healthy and abundant life. Now, here's your personal advocate for living a healthy and active lifestyle, Audrey Kerger. Thank you for joining me today on High Unhealthy, Energized by A6 Wellness. I am your hostess, Audrey Kerger, and my guest today is Sid Tabenfeld, CEO of Takun Olam Pharmaceuticals, also known as TOP, which is a U.S.-based biopharmaceutical company focused on discovering, developing, and commercializing new drugs from its proprietary cannabinoid derivative product platform. TOP has a priority... TOP has a proprietary cannabinoid product platform consisting of an extensive library of internally generated cannabis plant strains that produce selected cannabinoids or combinations and ratios of these cannabinoids. TOP has completed positive phase two studies in Crohn's and colitis and is currently enrolling patients in studies for two other indications. Thank you so much for joining me today, Sid. I'm so very excited to have you with us. Thanks for having me. So let's begin by learning a little bit more about you. Can you tell us more about yourself and where did you grow up, attend school? How did you get into the medical field? Um, I grew up in the East Village. Um, I uh, went to private school. Uh, I graduated as a, as a pharmacist. I went to graduate school for pharmacology. And I, I ran the pharmacy at Bellevue Hospital for eight years. And then uh, ended up on ended up on on Wall Street in a hedge funds, probably for 19 years. Um, I was asked to become the uh, CEO of Tikkun Olam, and it was a cannabis company. And I said, "Why would I become the CEO of a cannabis company? Um, you know, you get high, you feel better. So what's the science here?" So I, uh, they convinced me that there really was science here. I went to Israel, spent some time with Rafi Mishulam, Ruth Galili at Adasa Hospital, and I, I realized there is a lot of science here, and uh, that's how I got started. That sounds very exciting. I am definitely interested in learning more about your experience when you went to Israel and worked with Dr. Raphael Meshulam, who is, of course, known as the godfather of cannabis. Can you tell us a little bit more about your experience when you went to visit? Um, it was only it was him and some of the other people there that showed me that, uh, and you know, that it's not just getting high. It's not about taking THC. There are other components of the plant the CBD, and there's a lot of pharmacology there. When I was in school, they never talked about the endocannabinoid system. They didn't talk about CBD being, uh, being pharmaceutically active on its own, which has no high component to it. It was just, it's just medicinal. On that note, actually, I'd like to say today was an important day in cannabis history. Uh, the FDA panel approved Epidilex for uh, Trevet syndrome and gasto syndrome, two forms of pediatric epilepsy. The panel voted 13 to not to zero on approval. I mean, I've been listening to panels, FDA panels for a number of years, and I've never saw such an enthusiastic approval. So the FDA has actually approved a botanical drug, cannabis, and I think that's a, that's a great moment for the industry. Well, I appreciate you sharing uh, 
that with all of us. I have chills. What an exciting time that we are living through watching the ending of the prohibition of cannabis and how it's changing people's lives on a very small scale in their home and really spreading it around the world and really starting to open up the world's eyes to how beautiful and amazing this God-given plant is. Now, what was your first experience and working with cannabis like what was your first cannabis project okay so when i joined the company they were uh, they were they were in the middle of doing the colitis and the crohn's disease study it had sort of stopped and was losing a little bit of momentum i sort of uh kind of got that going to the point where we've now finished that study we've had preliminary data which was very exciting it's 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 a very positive study um, and this, we're not talking about, you know, there's something called the uh, Crohn's Disease Activity Index, which is kind of subjective. It's kind of a questionnaire where you ask the patient how he's feeling and a whole bunch of uh, GI questions. The FDA has used that in the past, actually, to approve drugs for Crohn's. But now they're requiring histology, which is actually colonoscopies. And I've, you know, and I've seen some colonoscopies, and I'm not an expert on colonoscopies, but we've seen some incredible changes in six months, how the colon looked pre-cannabis and post-cannabis. And we'll be presenting that at some, at some studies. Once, in about two months, we'll have the full, the full data package. And I think people will be really excited about it. Well, I am definitely excited and I hope to hear about any future presentations that you'll be doing anywhere in the world. Um, we definitely travel to learn about cannabis. I think that's one of the wonderful things about this movement. And our listeners want to know a little bit more about Tikkun Olam and what does it mean and what do they do? Because I know Tikkun Olam has a very special meaning. Right, so tikkun olam is a is a is a meaning is a word or words that mean repair the world. It it emanates from the tal- Talmud, but it really means that uh, you know that people are innately good, and like God left room for people to sort of you know do do their best to make the world better. And in terms of tikkun olam, the company. I mean, that was started 15 years ago as a nonprofit for uh, soldiers who in Israel who had PTSD, and they grew it to just, you know, to help them, uh, to help them recover. They, they found that it helped the soldiers get better. And from there, it kind of mushroomed into a, a sort of a movement. And now it's, it's, a, it's a farm that grows all like 16 strains. And now it's, it's, it's a profitable company that's helping a lot of people in many different diseases. I could tell you one-third of the population in Israel that uses cannabis comes from Tikkun Olam. So a third of the Israeli cannabis consumers are getting their cannabis from Tikkun Olam. That is very exciting. Can you go a little bit in depth about talking about how they have started to create their own strains and just telling a our listeners a little bit more about the very particulars about this company it's just so interesting yeah i mean i'm not really that the person to talk about growing cannabis but i could tell you they have strains from high thc to high cbd i mean there's a particular strain abidecal which um which is c it's like 20 to 1 cbd to thc I look at that as our like winner. It seems to perform well in every study we do, and that's what we're using in Crohn's. 
in the colitis, we used ERES, which is high THC, because that study started in 2007 before we really understood the CBD pharmacology. But both of them have done well in the study. But I think, and then there are numerous other uh, other strains, which is like Midnight, which is 50-50. So over the years, their genetics have become more precise and they've managed to have 16, the, all these strains. And, uh, but the, the, the ones that mainly we do is, we use is, is the Abideco, which is high CBD, very low THC, um, Aris, which is high THC, Midnight, which is 50-50 THC to CBD. And so uh, as we move on, maybe we'll find more pharmacology in different strains. But those are the main strains that we have used so far and we'll use in our studies. Well, with that, we do need to take a very short break. But when we come back, we will continue our discussion with Mr. Sid Taubenfeld, CEO of TO Pharmaceuticals. More when High Unhealthy returns in a few moments. Awaken, adjust, and aspire to hear more High Unhealthy after this short rest break. Cannabis concentrates have been around for thousands of years. In 19th century America, extracts mixed with other herbs were sold as a miracle cure. Now, Apex Supercritical has elevated the science of extraction into the 21st century. Apex Supercritical is the leader in CO2 extraction, which is the cleanest, safest, and purest way to extract plant oils. ROI in as little as three weeks. Our cost-effective systems are fully automated with an industry-leading three-year warranty. And if we don't have your system in stock, we can build one in as little as four weeks. Bringing CO2 extraction to the masses. Learn more at apeksupercritical.com. Four-week build excludes high production systems. Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. Introducing Blue Moon CBD, straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. We don't limit how much you smoke, and we don't limit where you listen. Cannabis Radio is now on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Let's get back to getting high on healthy, energized by A6 Wellness, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to High on Healthy, energized by A6 Wellness. My guest today is Sid Taubenfeld. 
He is the CEO of TO Pharma, the medical and research division of Tikkun Olam USA. Mr. Taubenfeld started his career as a clinical pharmacist at Bellevue Hospital before becoming a Byside Healthcare Equities Research Analyst and Portfolio Manager. He worked at Balsany Asset Management, RH Capital, Scopia Capital, Paw Partners, and Celsion Corporation. Mr. Taubenfeld received his degree from the Brooklyn College of Pharmacy, and we were just chatting about the different strains that Tikkun Olam is currently utilizing in their studies, which is very exciting. And can you share with us about the study that was just finished in Israel and how it should affect opioid usage around the world? So um, we just Tikkun Olam uh, has, you know, in in its existence, was was one of the only companies that followed their patients. So when the patients came to the dispensary, one of the scientists there, uh, Ms. Lee Barlev, constructed a questionnaire to follow the patients. So how they were doing in one month, six months, and even out to twelve. And with, we have about 12,000 patients' worth of data. So this data was collected from all the patients you know, from the Tikkun Olam dispensary. So we have decided to kind of, I mean, when I first got here, I looked at this data, pointed me in the directions of what kind of studies we need to do, because this data was very, you know, was very interesting. And although it wasn't, you know, uh, double-blind data, it was still observational data that would give us a bit of advantage in our studies. So we decided to do, uh, it, was, it was basically was a safety and efficacy study on palliative care in cancer patients, meaning not, not therapeutic for cancer, but more about all the other side effects of cancer like pain, nausea, vomiting, sleeplessness. And the, the, we, screen, we screened about 3,845 patients. Now, to tell you the condition of these, these patients, 25% of the patients died within six months. So we're talking about really sick patients. They were ages, I think, 9 to 99. Probably 45% was over 60, 65. Nine, in six months, 96% of the patients showed improvement in the quality of life. I'm t- like, so uh, if you break that down, I think it's like 51% showed significant improvement. 35% showed moderate improvement. So th- I think that in itself is a very significant number, uh, that 96% of the patients just felt better. Then on the pain, on the pain side, there's a pain scale that goes from 1 to 10, with 1 being the lowest pain, 10 being the most severe pain. The average in this study patient had 8, which in the real world is a very significant amount of, a significant amount of pain. And uh, patients were giving, you know, opioids and all different kinds of pain medication. Um, after six months with on cannabis, 36% of the patients did discontinued their opioids. So, and just stayed with the cannabis, 10% decreased their dose of opioids. I mean, in, in that, I, to me, that's a very significant amount. So we're saying that for about... 50%, uh, about 50% of patients were able to, you know, get off opioids or reduce their dose significantly with cannabis and hence not, not have the side effects of opioids, which is, you know, addiction, severe constipation. 
So I think that contributed overall to the quality of life. Also, the sleep, sleeplessness, and 71% improved, and uh, nausea and vomiting probably, you know, 90% improved. In addition to that, you know, these patients are taking benzodiazepines, which is like Valium, and we were able to reduce that by 36%, and also steroids, which, you know, hurt you, you know, which can cause ulcers and a lot of other side effects. So in, in essence, I think this, this study was very, was a very good study. And I think you know, the medical community who's looked at it, who I've spoken to, has really, it's not saying that you should be using cannabis for everyone. It's saying that if your patient is not doing well and maybe have, you want to reduce the, ca- the opioids or, or, or anything, cannabis should be on your radar screen as a doctor. And therefore, you should, you know, you should probably be giving the patient cannabis if, if maybe the first-line therapy doesn't fail. Now, let me give you some of the, you know, sobering facts is 14.4% stopped treatment and 47 did didn't experience any improvement. So it wasn't like across the board. It was like any other medication where some people couldn't tolerate it and some people decided to discontinue it. Well, I think that every single thing that you just went over is something that we can all learn from and seeing that so many people are having such positive effects, although there are not everyone, um, you know, not everyone is going to fall into the same mold, but that so many are receiving so many positive effects. Now, I wanted to ask about some of the side effects found by the study, just because I think it's overwhelmingly positive, and this is something that I believe everyone should understand as well. So, I mean, the major side effect, I think an an 8% of the patient was, uh, you know, dizziness in 7.3 was dry mouth. Um, 3.6 had increased appetite, which I don't think, look at that as a side effect for a cancer patient. And uh, 2.2 had weakness. I think all of these, all of these are, are, are marginal to small side effects compared to the benefit. You know, most drugs are given on a risk, a benefit risk ratio. And I think overwhelmingly the benefit was greater than the risk here. Well, that is very good news, and I am so excited to hear you report that amazing finding as well. Now, prior, you were just speaking about how doctors should look at this as something that can truly help their patients when they are in need, when they are having these adverse side effects to the cancer treatments that they are going through. Now, one of the things that I understand is here in the United States, all medical professionals are going to fall with two separate licenses, a state license and also a DEA license. What are some of the things that you are trying to do with our own federal government who hold this these doctors hold these DEA licenses and are kind of bound right now to even talking to their patients about this form of treatment. So let me tell you what I found out a couple of weeks ago. Unfortunately, my, uh, my friend's mother had cancer and I told him for her cannabis would be something you should look into. And she was at Sloan Kettering Hospital in New York. And apparently there's a cannabis specialist now there who talks to patients. So I think that's a bit of a breakthrough. As far as the DEA and all that, we'll have to see what GW, that drug was just approved. 
So we have to see a, a what schedule it is being. Schedule one is like heroin, which which it's which which cannabis is now classified in the U.S. You know, so I, I think you know GW will be tra- trailblazing in a number of ways. One is getting the first uh, cannabis product approved, and secondly, trying to work its way through the DEA uh, and the uh, federal government. I think. Uh, I think ultimately within the next three or four years, things will change as more and more data comes out. Right now, it's very hard to sort of predict how they, I would think at some point in the near future, they will reschedule cannabis, especially CBD. And uh, I think as as we move forward, it, it seems to be moving in the right direction and, and evolving based on science and not politics. Well, speaking a little bit more on science, let's talk about J Pharma, which is a subsidiary of Tikkun Olam. Can you share with us what they will be focusing on once they are up and running and getting to work? Well, J Pharma is the subsidiary of Tikkun Olam Pharma. Uh, their mandate, and they are going to be trying to treat cancer as therapeutically with cannabis. There's a lot of studies out there in terms of uh, cannabis being used in cancer and being effective in cancer. Nobody has really done any trials to substantiate that. I get a lot of anecdotal calls, you know, about yesterday, Hodgkin's lymphoma. And so we're really going to try to consolidate that and do some some studies in leukemia and cancer. And right now we're just doing the preliminary work uh, that needs to be done before we get started, but we should get started before the end of the year. Well, that is super exciting to know that we are moving forward and giving the governmental officials that want to see this in paper, we're giving them that. And it's so exciting that your company is leading the way. Now, we do need to take a quick break. More with Mr. Sid Taubenfeld, CEO of TO Pharmaceuticals, when High on Healthy returns in just a minute. Awaken, adjust, and aspire to hear more High on Healthy after this short rest break. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is him pink, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. At Alternative Vibes, our core values of quality, loyalty, respect, and honesty guides us in our mission to help families find peace and harmony through our products and services. Whether you are looking for a more natural way of living, shopping essential oils, topicals, and edibles, or searching for a path towards achieving your goals, we are your choice. Learn more about our complete line of natural products and solutions at AlternativeVibes.com. Bringing quality of living to life. AlternativeVibes.com. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. 
providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber Vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Let's get back to getting high on healthy, energized by A6 Wellness, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to High Unhealthy, Energized by A6 Wellness. My guest today is Mr. Sid Taubenfeld, the CEO of Tukun Alarm, Pharma- Alarm Pharmaceuticals, a.k.a. TOP, which is a U.S.-based biopharmaceutical company focused on discovering, developing, and commercializing new drugs from its proprietary cannabinoid derivative product platform. And Jay Pharma, who is building a medical cannabis company focused on cancer by bringing together top oncology experts, academic centers, and cannabis industry partners, a suite of proprietary enabling technologies and informatics, data gathering systems underlays J Pharma's evidence-based approach to care, which is designed to guide the patient and clinician decision-making from intake and assessment to treatment, planning, and outcomes analysis. Now, we were just discussing how exciting that J Pharma is going to be coming out with some amazing cancer studies as they get up and running this year. And now I'd like to get into how many patients were included in this study that you just finished up in Israel. And what I know we went over a little bit of the discoveries, but what are you really trying to push for not just the American population, but also the world global population to understand? And what more would you like to share that you feel must be known? So the first thing I'd like to say is, you know, as far as T-Kalalum strains, there's no, no other company has done as much research on their strains in terms of medical research and trying to find out the uses and what ratios work the best. Um, this year, we're probably we're going to be starting an autism study. There's a big autism study going on in Israel now uh, that there's another company is doing, but we're going to follow close behind. We will be releasing a paper on, on data, not on uh, not observation, not on double blind, very soon on autism where we show the benefits of our strains in autism. We'll be working on uh, on symptoms of Parkinsonism going forward, and uh, there's a number of other autoimmune studies that, since our since our Crohn's disease study went so well, we'll be focusing on a lot of autoimmune diseases going forward. So. I am an autism mom. I got into the cannabis space um, almost five years ago looking for something to help my son who was diagnosed with autism at two and a half years old. He was actually told to start a Zoloft regimen to help control his mood swings and behavior, which we did not opt to follow through with. I'd love to know what are some of the things that Tikkun Olam has found currently with utilizing their different strains for autism because this is so prevalent now across the world well i mean we're going to be putting out like i said a paper very soon and i don't want to preempt it but um i didn't realize the autism spectrum when i first started it, it's i didn't realize it goes from mild to almost having to restrain children from inflicting harm on themselves and that's a 24-hour job for uh if you're at the uh, at the bed end 
that's about a 24-hour job for for parents to have to watch the child. So we're we're going after probably the last the the end of the spectrum. I don't I'm not proponent saying that we have a cure for autism, but I think we could reduce the effects of autism where where it doesn't come to the doesn't come to the point where the patient has to be restrained and sort of have a calming effect on the patient. We don't have any, we will have double-blind data. Uh, needless to say, um, after speaking to the uh, experts in Israel, it's not one-size-fits-all. Every patient has to be titrated to, his, to what dosage will work, if it does work, for every particular patient. Well, I would completely have to agree with that because I do work with lots of autistic families. And one of the things that I have personally noticed in kind of conducting my own personal studies with my family and the patients that I'm working with is, you know, long-term usage of daily supplementation of cannabinoids really does show a significant change in the individual. And that is something that I think think a lot of people are missing they want something that's so fast and right now but you know I've been utilizing products for going on three years and every year we just seem to be getting better and better benefits so I really hope that this study gives people the strength in knowing that we are doing the right thing and that cannabis is not poison to the body it actually can help it become exactly what it should be. So I'm really excited to hear about this upcoming yeah, autism study. I mean, study. we're also going to do some genetic testing to see if we can get to the root of, you know, who is more prone to autism. And, you know, the reason we came to autism is through epilepsy. I think 30% of the patients who have autism have epilepsy. So they found when they gave them, you know, the CBD for epilepsy, they actually improved their autistic condition. So we're really, you know, just compounding, getting on that and trying to just work the study with that in mind. And hopefully we can come to some uh, positive conclusions. Well, like I said, I am very, very excited to see that study. And I know there's a lot of autism studies going on in 2018. What are the hopes for your companies to accomplish in this year, 2018? Well, we're going to, like, like I said before, we're going to do three or four other studies in autism and Parkinson, uh, not par- uh, uh, Alzheimer's symptoms. There are some other studies we're going to do. And, and I think what, what, what the most important thing we're doing is doing these clinical trials, not so much to find positive data, which we really hope we'll get in everything, but maybe to find out what it doesn't work in and we could eliminate eliminate that and and eventually move forward in in terms of cannabis research that that there's certain conditions we're sure it works for certain conditions we're sure it doesn't work for and nothing works for everything so we really have to differentiate and make it very scientific and i think if we get the mainstream doctors to sign on that will be the tipping point for for cannabis in the u.s Well, I would have to agree 100%. And I'd like to know, how can our listeners stay up to date with what's happening in Israel and also in the U.S. with Tikkun Olam and this new subsidiary, J Pharma, as well? So, I mean, there's a website called Tikkun Olam USA. And I think, you know, we we will put all our, our, anything positive, obviously, that happens or negative on that site. And, you know, I think we have a Facebook site, so... And, you know, you could just call, I guess, and, and if it's something really, pre- you know, really pressing, uh, we'd be happy to help you. 
Well, very exciting. Make sure that you check out their websites, keep up to date with all of the studies that they're doing and looking at these amazing results that they keep showing us. And with that, we must wrap it up for today. To work with myself, please visit a6wellness.com or email a6wellness at gmail.com. We always love connecting with our listeners across the world. You can download this episode and all high unhealthy episodes by going to cannabisradio.com or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, and Spotify. You can also follow the show on social media by searching Audrey Kerger or A6 Wellness. We cannot forget to give a tremendous thank you to our guest today, Mr. Sid Taubenfeld of Takuna Alarm Pharmaceuticals. It was wonderful chatting with you and learning so much. And lastly, thank you to my producer, George, for another great show. Until then, awaken, adjust, aspire, affirm, and take action. A6 Wellness. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.